Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Hello again, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Brocast Podcast. It's WrestleMania season, and I'm here once again with my bro from the same mum and dad. Give it up for my bro. He's your bro. Give it up for Alan. Good afternoon, everyone. Good to have you here yet again on this awesome podcast. Yes, it is WrestleMania season, and you boys, that's right, we are doing a WrestleMania special just for you, the listeners. Tom, how are you? Bro, I'm good. And as Alan said, guys, we are literally on the eve. We're like a day away from WrestleMania, which is taking place only a few short hours from now. And we decided that we've been giving you lots of WrestleMania content over the last few weeks from pulling our favorite matches from the TBK vault. Let's get together. Let's take one more live show for this month. And let's actually do um, kind of our own individual favorite choices yes. so we're actually doing two matches for this watch along guys this isn't actually an entire wrestling event companion this is simply alan and i choosing one of our favorite wrestlemania matches and we're actually going to kick it off with the first one but i'm going to hand it over to alan to introduce this match all right ladies and gentlemen we are going back we're going to go way back in our delorean or whatever device you want to use to go back in time uh we are going back to 1990 we're going back to april 1st we're going to WrestleMania 6, and we are going to see the ultimate powers collide. The world champion, Hulk Hogan, the intercontinental champion, the warrior for the World Heavyweight Championship. This match is unbelievable. <clears throat> Pardon me, I've got a croaky voice. For this time, there was so much tension. You're, this is like back in the day of the, the Rock and Hogan. I think I spoke about this on one of our previous shows. This is what this match is right here. So this is one of my personal favorites. Um, I wasn't re- watching wrestling at this time, but when you know, thank goodness to the network, we can go back and watch this at any time we want. So to find this match here right now, and I'm choosing this as my WrestleMania favorite moment, favorite match right here. I hope everyone else, I mean, mind you, at the Toronto Sky Game, this was being at, there were so many other different matches during the night. You know, there's, uh, 
was Rick Rude versus Jimmy Snooker. There was Akeem the African Dream takes on the Big Boss Man. You also had Ted Biasi take on Jake the Snake Roberts. And this is where Jake the Snake cut that amazing promo to, towards Ted Biasi about him groveling for the money in his own hand. But guys, I would like everyone to go to the three-hour 0431 mark of WrestleMania 6 and you get ready to press play. 3, 2, 1. 65,000, eh? Good Lord. <clears throat> 65,000. And I think also and, saying about 65,000, and one of those was actually the rated uh, superstar Edge was actually there at this show watching. Correct. Yeah. That is correct. And here comes in the Continental Champion, the Ultimate Warrior. Because this was what a what title for title match. This was for both championship belts. It was the first time ever at a WrestleMania that you had, what, the IC champion against the world champion, title for title, and it's something we get a lot with New Japan when you think of their, what, matches at Wrestle Kingdom. Now you just have one belt, really. They've actually unified the heavyweight title and the IC belt. Running to the ring is... Uh, hmm. he, he, by the time he got to the ring, he was blown up. Warrior was one of the uh, only wrestlers that every now and again would change the, the strap to the Intercontinental title. Yeah, because I think from memory when we covered Survivor Series 1990, he wore red, oh no, white attire with a white world championship. Here he comes. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. American made! Alan. <laughs> Alan. Jesus, mate. Calm down. Warrior, you're still posing. <laughs> yeah, of course. Here he comes. Look at that, eh? Old school. Old school. Hulk rules. You're going down, brother. And we'll also hear the other voice of Jesse the, the Body Ventura is with Grilla Monsoon on commentary tonight. Look at that Fight sign there. Um, Hulkamania will live forever. That's right. <laughs> If Warrior loses, we riot. <laughs> none of that jazz back in then. There was no. none of that. I saw this really awesome tweet the other day that someone put up on um, on Twitter. It was a photo of what if classic matches were done in the Thunderdome. And it was mm. like, imagine Rock versus Hogan in the Thunderdome. Like, with no fans oh. there. Like, how that would have looked. Like, that visual of that. Or Rock, Austin, WrestleMania... Just just in the Thunderdome, no fans in attendance, how those big matches would have looked if it was so small. But look at that shout there to the crowd. Just packed yeah. house. Absolute packed house. And this was, what, 31 years ago? Uh-huh. Good Lord. <laughs> yep. 31 years. Hogan there doing the cross on his chest. Just right. tan, just tanned up, jacked up. <laughs> they go to the gym, and after they're done at the gym, they go and get tanned. And when they're done tanning, they go to the gym again. <laughs> Something that you and I have never done in our lives. You and I could do it. We'll be gym buddies. Come on, let's go. Yeah, I'll squat. Me, I'll, I'll squat. No, I'll squat for you. I'll lift it up. No, I don't want you to squat. I don't want you to come near me. I'll uh, squat there's you. a reason why we do. No, there's a reason why 
we're, we're doing the show like this now. Okay? It's better. Yeah, but when COVID goes away, we'll be back together in the same room together. COVID we work goes out away. The show. What are you smoking? I think they've, they've changed the battery in the birds now, Tom, so I think we can go outside now, right? <laughs> is Earl Hebner? Or is it Dave Hebner? Which one is it? Mm, I think that's Earl. Yeah, it's Earl. It's one of the Hebners. I actually didn't know that Warry was that much shorter than Hogan. I thought they were nose to nose. No, no. Yeah. Hogan was. Hogan's a big dude. Yeah, I just thought in my mind that I just have a visual of them nose to nose, like the same height, almost like a mirror image of each other. Good guy versus good guy here. Face versus face. Well, while we're watching this, I might pull up some notes to see why they decided to do it, though. Like, why would you do, what is it, you know, champion versus champion? What was the motivation to actually do this match? Oh, shoving each other. The crowd's loving this, too. And they're they're, they're locking up. Okay, we're not going to see a a five-star match between these gentlemen, you know. 450s and 380s and 619s. This is just going to be pure powerhouse. Big, two giant, you know, would be Godzilla takes on King Kong right here, guys. Being the, being the big shove and poses. Hogan must pose. So looking at my notes here, so the Royal Test Rumble, which strength. took place a few months earlier, Hogan actually won that match as the champion. So he eliminated Mr. Perfect to win the matchup. So even though he was the champion, he actually, what, just kept the belt then. So it says here, on February 3rd, 1990, a week after Hogan and Warrior crossed paths in the 1990 Royal Rumble, Hogan put forth the ultimate challenge to Warrior and had to know whether Hulkamania or the power of the Warrior was the strongest force in the WWF. Mm-hmm. On February 10th, the match was officially announced as the main event of WrestleMania 6 by then-president of the WWF, Jack Tunney. President On the 24th of February, Tunney announced that both the WWF World Heavyweight Championship and the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship would be on the line for the first time ever during the match. Yes. So, simply, so the champion challenged the challenger. So it wasn't about a challenger challenging a champion. The champion wanted a challenger and went after him. That's right. That is correct. Warrior is winning to test his strength over Hogan. Oh. Oh. And I must say, right, from that opening, just the entrances, I would say the Warrior's got more fans tonight. Oh, yes. Yeah. You can definitely feel it when Hogan came out. It was a bit mixed with a bit of a cheer boo. I think they're definitely positive warrior in this one. I'm not going to lie, but I hope, I'm hoping they do this match, uh, sort of a lead up in the Hulk Hogan movie biopic that Chris mm. Hemingworth and um, Eric Bischoff uh, are tied to. Yeah, I haven't heard a lot about that. It's like it's going to be quiet, so maybe COVID's restricted what they could do, but... Yeah, it's definitely in the pipeline. I know that uh, Chris is getting jacked up for that one. So mm-hmm. even more than what he sees, he's been interviewed saying he's even more putting a lot on more power than what he's done for Thor. He's got to put a lot on. Yep. And now he's got him. The warrior on his knees, the text, 
the Hulkamani acts are helping Hogan get strong. They're giving him the power. The power. Yes, we're going to be seeing the gift coming up, guys. So just calm your farms with the uh, warrior. Yep, uh, it's coming up in the crutchal region <laughs> of uh, the Hulkster. No, this is not the reason why I wanted to do it. This actually is one of my favorite matches. So what does that say about me? I'm starting to question myself all the time. Yep, there it is. Yep. Let's go. A lot of tan boys here. Big, beefy tan boys. But, like, just looking at it, though, like, for this time it worked. Like, this would get shut on today if this was happening. Oh. on so Like, if this happened today, social media would just be shitting on this match, saying, oh, this is stupid, it's too slow. But it worked for this time. Because I think oh, yeah. at this time... Fans appreciated the show for oh, the yeah. show, like not about yeah. DMs and followers. It's just enjoying it. This is a bit of a funny spot. Dun, dun. Oh, oh, look at that. that. And he gets and back straight up. up. <laughs> gets back up. Crisscross the ring again. He drops. Here we go. Oh. And look at I, this. I take your Hogan. body slam and I raise it. But Hogan didn't get up. He's hurt. So and I'm just looking at my notes here. So Warrior won the IC Championship from Rick Rude at yes, the 1989 SummerSlam. So he's been champion for over five months. Oh, no, nearly, ooh, what, eight months now? Eight months. And uh, Warrior, just before, just... Clotheslining Hogan over the top rope. If this is the old days of wrestling, this would be a uh, disqualification. Come on, jump off. No, so shooting, jump. Shoot, shooting star, come on, do it. Shooting star press with a, with a twist. Oh, Ooh, Hogan's, Hogan's hurt. hurt. So, some WrestleMania 6 trivia, Al. Yes. Originally, WWF owner Vince McMahon wanted the main event to be Hulk Hogan versus Zeus for the WWF Championship. Mm -hmm. According to Tom Lister Jr., these plans were nixed when Hogan refused to drop the title to Zeus, thus causing the Ultimate Warrior to be placed in the main event slot against Hogan instead. Yep, that's right. Also, DDP made his WWF debut as the driver of the Honky Tonk Man's uh, pink Cadillac. I'm cool, I'm cocky, I'm bad. Ooh, As we geez. said at the start about Edge, you can actually see Edge in this one it's saying here. Oh, he cool. sat in the 12th row ringside and proudly wore a Hulk Rules t-shirt and then 12 years later wrestled at the actual WrestleMania 18 against Booker T in the Sky Dome. That's correct. <laughs> it's the thumb to the eye action here, okay? And now choking each other. Come on, guys. This ain't wrestling. WrestleMania 6 was the last WrestleMania that Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse Ventura hosted together as Ventura left the WWF after the event. Monsoon and Ventura also commentated every WrestleMania up to this point, excluding WrestleMania 2, where Monsoon commentated from Chicago and Jesse from Los Angeles. 
This event also marked the final pay-per-view appearance of Andre the Giant. Yeah, he was struggling. Here he was. Um, just trying to remember, who did he team up with? Do you have a tag match? I believe so. I'll have to pull up the notes for it. In one of the last interviews, Warrior said that the small mobile cart that transported wrestlers to and from the ring wasn't working. This happened as the Warrior was due to make his appearance for the main event. He informed Vince McMahon that he would be jogging to the ring instead. Yeah, well, it was the colossal connection. It was Haku and uh, Andre the Giant took on demolition for the tag titles. Mm. And Andre the Giant, uh, they lost the tag titles uh, to Axe and Smash. And at the end, Andre the Giant beat up Bobby Heenan and left the Heenan family. And also, City, this was the first WrestleMania to be held outside of the United States of America. That is correct. It was the first WrestleMania to feature a male-female mixed tag as Dusty Rhodes and Sapphire yes. took on Randy Savage and the sensational Queen Sherry. Sherry. That is correct. Hogan being a bit rough here. Oh, knife in his chop. And they had this, um, they had a match together, didn't they? Again, in a couple of years' time. Yeah, what was that? Halloween Havoc, 1998. Yeah, the flaming paper of doom. (laughs) (laughs) And what was it? What, he appeared in Hulk Hogan's reflection or something in the mirror, and then he disappeared, and... Yeah. Then he sent Hogan his own head or something in a promo, too, and... In a box? Yeah. Wrestling, ain't it grand? And that's, I think, that's one of the worst matches that Dave um, has actually given. Like that's like minus five stars. I think he gave that one. It was just a mess. It was yeah. just a mess. Um, Bruce Pritchard and Conrad have actually covered that match as well too. What really? Well. Really? Yes. Yes. Good lord. And I think what Warrior popped his, I think it was his tricep or something in the lead up to that match, climbing out of a cage. I think it was four brawl or something like that. But like leading into Halloween Havoc, he almost was injured and couldn't compete because he tore his shoulder or something. That's bad. Oof. Like this reminds me so much of like what the WWE All Stars game. Remember the old yes. Legends game where it's like oh, they're all jacked up over the top characters and it's almost like Battlegrounds we have today. I've never played any of it. Have you played any of it? Of the well, I was just about to ask you, just do you actually own it? No. No. Yeah. No. After my son that, wants me to get it, but it looks a bit over the top for me. Uh, after being burnt from the uh, previous uh, game that came out, I'm. Uh, not a big fan, I would have to say. Mm. Yeah, my son was watching what Creator Wrestler on YouTube of 2K20, and it just looks so like almost a PlayStation 3 game. Like the graphics just aren't polished. Like, like 2K19 looks so good, and that's a that's an old game, but mm. 20 just looks like what the? Did you guys just rush to get this out? And it's just really it lax. Yeah. Big time. Big time. 
well, there's another game what coming in a couple of weeks. Then it'll be what they'll start announcing the next game. Yes. Look at that massive screen. Yeah, no. Look at it. It's huge. Like a cinema. Huge. Could you give me a time cue, please, Thomas? Yep. So they're in a sleeper hold, and I'm at three two one oh eight. Three two one oh nine. Yeah, see, they're definitely pro-warrior. Listen to that audience. Oh, yes. Well, this is in Canada, so, you know, normally if they was in the United States, it would be, this is Hogan's Hogan's house. Over here, it's something different. People are ready for a change. I actually found an interesting note the other day when I was doing some research, you know, looking into this matchup, and I thought, you know, I might do some research about when Hogan did come back, you know, in O two, you know, when he came back with the NWO. Do you know that he actually wrestled prior to that debut or return for the WWE at a hell show? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, he actually wrestled in his NWO gear, his old black and uh, what, lightning pants. And guess who he wrestled? I would have never have guessed this. And I saw the picture of the match. Who? Hulk Hogan versus Rikishi. Oh, yeah. Salsa. Yeah, but it was like proper Rikishi, you know, what is it? Too cool Rikishi. But he actually wrestled Hulk, Hulk Hogan at a health show to just test the waters to see how he's going, to see if he can get back to the ring. He also got a stink face in that match. Interesting. Yeah, and he won the matchup, but, you know, big boot leg drop. But it was like, let's see if he can go first. And then they thought it was yeah. all good. Okay, I think that was January. And then by February, the NWO's back, and he took on Rocket Mania. But he took on Rikishi at the start of the year, his first match back, untelevised. No, it, oh, good jeez. Well, my no first idea. thought when I when I read yeah. about it was like that's very Yokozuma versus Hogan yes. style. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hogan running in the ring, didn't even take his shirt off, picked up the salt, threw it in his eyes, won the championship. Yeah. Was that WrestleMania nine? Yeah. Right. It was just a transitional champion. That's all he was. Look at that. Oh, is that a headbutt or a... What the... Yeah, that was a headbutt. And what did he debut as? He was Dingo Warrior, wasn't he? Early in his career. Yeah. Yes. He and Sting also too, back in the day. They teamed I still, up. I still can't believe when he passed away how, like, that was just so abrupt. Like, he comes after getting the Hall of Fame, and then he does, yeah, does the Raw promo, and then within two days or something, passed away. You're like, what? He was just on TV, like, literally 48 hours ago, and then he yeah, has his heart attack, and it's like, what? Yeah, it was just a shocker. And you didn't, like, when he came up and did his speech on at the, at the Hall of Fame, and then when he came out and did that one on Raw, as you said, mm. you didn't didn't think, didn't even have an an inkling that something was wrong. Because, like, a lot of time when you see with wrestlers, like, they have an underlying issue that, like, you might be, you know, cancer or a tumour or something that, you know, you, you see their journey going through the illness, like Bobby the Brain Heenan, an example, but with Warrior, it just happened. Like, even, like, Macho Randy Savage, when he died, like... It just happened. Current, like there was, there was, was no lead up. There was nothing to prepare you for the eventual death. It just happened straight away. Yep, that's right. 
what are we doing, brother? <laughs> what do you want to do now? Well, I read online too that they reckon that this match was actually choreographed by these two and it was practiced in a basement of this arena prior that day. Yeah, a couple of big sweaty uh, tan men um, in a basement hugging each other, for sure. In a dimly lit basement. They're pulling each other's hair. Come on, brother, let's go have a shower. Just noticed all the face paints off Warrior. Yes, it is. All right, I might pull up the card because you did say you asking me earlier about what was the ultimate snow about um Andre. Yes. Let's see what he was doing because I don't think he actually went anywhere because I know I remember back when he first was saying to Vince he was going to leave. He actually signed to a new company. Vince calls him, offers him a new contract. Andre just comes back. Like before he can even go across, he's already just gone. Oh no, but Vince gave me this much. I got to go. Well, he was the tag champion here with Haku. So the opening matchup was Rick Martel defeated Coco Beware. Mm-hmm. We had Demolition defeat the Colossal Connection, Andre and Haku. That was actually for the Tag Team Championship. Mm-hmm. We had Earthquake with Jimmy Hart defeated Hercules. Brutus Beefcake defeated Mr. Perfect with the Genius. Bad News Brown Mr. versus Sorry, Roddy. Yep. That was Mr. Perfect's first loss. Oh, okay. Well. And he lost there to uh, the, uh, the the Zodiac. Cool. Yep. <laughs> yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. The Booty Man. Bad, Bad News Brown and Piper went to a double countdown after six minutes. That the was Hart the match. Count- Sorry, inter- that was the match where uh, Piper came out half black. Oh, what? He did what? Um, What do they call black, it? Uh, blackface. Blackface. Good God. But, but he did one side. So it's only half bad then, is it? I... <laughs> Not that. Uh, yep, sure. Uh, the Heart Foundation defeat the Bolsheviks in 19 seconds in a tag match. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Barbarian with Bobby Heenan defeated Tito Santana. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhodes and Sapphire defeated Savage and Sherry in a mixed tag. The Orient Express defeated the Rockers by Countout. Yes. Jim Duggan defeated Dino Bravo. Yes. Ted DiBiase defeated Jake Roberts by countout for the Million Dollar Championship after 12 minutes. The Big Boss Man defeated Akeem, and Rick yeah, Rude defeated three. Snooker. And then we have our main event. So this was the longest match, 24-51 on the card. Yeah, of course it is. This is the Triple H type of style. I need to be hey, on top of the card. What happened to Earl? He got taken out. Uh, the uh, Ultimate Warrior steamrolled him. By mistake. What? No, oh, count it. That's it. He's got him, though. Come on, ref. He's got him. Yeah, look, he got shot. And your winner, oh, Kogan. Interesting hearing, uh, what is it, uh, Jesse and Hogan? Like, hearing Jesse oh, yeah. talk about Hogan, like, just knowing what would eventually be behind the scenes. Yes. Oh, yes. I wouldn't think that Warrior would have got a pin by a backdrop, but okay. <laughs> oh, are you calling it now, are you? I'll listen to the book of you guys. I'm going to write a letter. 
You and your your letter writing. Here we go. It's a two. One. Oh. So looking at this, would you say what, like, you know, we see with John Cena, like it's definitely a pro-female and children base, not really a male fans are cheering Cena a lot of the time. Like, who would you say is behind Warrior? A real mix? It's a mix. It's, a, it's like everybody is going for a, yeah, but I think tonight is definitely, as I said before, if this was done in America, then definitely Hulk Hogan all the way because mm. it's in a different country, especially in Canada, because everything's different in Canada, especially in wrestling. If you ever watch, you know, some of the pay-per-views from Canada from back in the day, the good guys are the bad guys and the, and the bad guys are the good guys. They mm. don't conform to wrestling law. Um, yeah, definitely the, the warrior is the favourite for tonight. Well, it's like, you know, if you wanted to do a heel turn, you know, do you make Hogan as the veteran, the champion, try and cheat to keep his belt? Or do you make Warrior this crafty young up-and-comer that wants to be champion and he'll cheat? So you've kind of, if you wanted to do a, you know, a, a switch here, yep. you could have done yeah. something either way with a Hogan heel turn or a Warrior heel turn to shock the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in a way, if you're watching some of the stuff that Hogan does in this match, it's quite heelish. Mm. You know, the eye pokes, the, the, he's trying to trying to use... He knows he's done for, so he's going to try everything. Oh, my, look at this. Yes, yes. Look at that. Yes. Gorilla Press. Look. Here we go. The splash. Do it. Do it. Turn him. Here we go. Come on. And look at this. Look at this. <laughs> and the crowd loves this too. Yeah. Absolutely loving this. Warrior's face is priceless enough too. I don't know if you noticed before too, during the... Uh, uh, bear hug spot. Uh, Hulk Hogan ripped the pocket off Earl Hebner's shirt. Did he? What, by grabbing up onto him? No, yeah, because he went up to him and then ripped the actual pocket off him. <laughs> Earl didn't look too impressed about that. Off the ropes. Oh. Oh, he missed it. He missed it. If you look at how he, sell, how he sells it, though, too. Grabbing oh. his hip. Here we go. And Hogan kicked out a three. So what? He, what, he was trying to make it look like you yeah. want to keep going, or...? No, it was just Hogan being Hogan. Hogan being sort of that sounds terrible. So Here we go. Dual champion, eh? And I think from memory, from when I was looking at this, I think at the wrestling challenge, he actually relinquished the IC championship a couple of weeks later before a new champion was crowned so he could focus on being the uh, WWE right. champion. Hogan's out of there. Uh, Hogan's... They had a deal here. Look, he takes the title off... Um, 
Howard Finkel walks back into the ring and he has to give the title to him. Well, again, it's the idea of Hogan must pose. You know, we're not getting that because it's we're not getting he didn't win. That's right. Yes, with the hush silence indeed. These dudes are just sweating bullets they are. Okay. Probably use the camera mm. different... <laughs> And there we go. It was a good <laughs> match. Like, you know, we think of Hogan matches, oh that was twenty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, we usually think, what, WCW Hogan less than 10, sometimes less than 5, and yeah, that was a good matchup. Right. Good pick, L. Thank you. Thank you very much. Again, I wish I could go back in time and be my sort of, uh, at that time, maybe six-year-old self watching this and just seeing how I would be, because it would have been fantastic. Just losing my bananas, mm. overseeing, you know, these two giant men wrestling for a, a, for a belt, for a, le- for a leather strap with some tin on it. Oh, so there's the ring thing that, that pulled him down. That's the card he's talking about. Yes, yes. Yeah, his didn't work, but Hogan's, Hogan's didn't work either, so... Oh, geez, easy now. I thought Hogan was going to go over there. He was like, oh, <laughs> easy on brother. Just looking at Hogan, uh, Warrior there. It looks like he's doing a bit of a want to, Wakanda Forever to um, Hulk Hogan. I was just about to say, where's El Pyro? We got a little bit just then. There we go. Oh, there we go. In the mm. ring. There's that shot. That's been used so many times out there, that sequence of him climbing on the rope, holding both belts up. It is a fireworks to a more elite than AEW. Ooh. <laughs> well, come on. It was there's a, a, there's ago, a big guys. screen again. It was a few weeks ago. Come on, I don't care if the body's still warm. You guys know better. Looks like a crane. He just did it too. Hogan just did the Wakanda thing. <laughs> it meant something. I don't know. Probably just uh, the warrior. And he's just looking over it at him. No, oh, great Hogan. matchup, El. Great match. Great choice. The Warrior. Warrior wins both titles. Intercontinental Champion and the WWF Champion. Thank you very much, Tom. All right, guys. Before we go into our next match, we want to actually shout out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts. And here are their promos. Hey, it's Chris from Marking Out, the only online listening experience in the world. Join myself... Dave, and social media influencer Brandon as we release a weekly podcast that covers the world of professional wrestling. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on all major podcasting applications, follow us on Twitter at MarkingOut, and watch all of our great videos at youtube.com slash MarkingOut11. And as always, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com, where it's still wrestling talk 
and talk about wrestling. All right, guys, we are back, and now it's time for our next matchup. This is my personal favorite, and we're traveling to WrestleMania 14 from March 29th, 1998, and we're watching the first ever one-on-one face-to-face meeting between Kane and his older brother, The Undertaker. This is one of my favorite matches from this time period. Again, I got into wrestling in June of this year when I first discovered you know, Kane winning his first championship, and this is one of the events I went back and watched, I think, a few months later, and... This is a classic matchup, and it's something that you know brings back memories of when these two faced off at WrestleMania 20, which was the second time they faced off at WrestleMania. So to actually watch this event along with us, we want you to actually go into WrestleMania 14 and click on the Kane versus Taker match tab, and that should bring you to the one-hour 46-15 mark. You've got Jack Doan in the ring, Kane on the right-hand side, and Taker about to drop his coat outside. Alan, are you ready on your end? Yes, I am. So, everybody, get ready to hit play in five, four, three, two, one. Face to face, Kane's taller. He had a Don't bit of weight on him here too. Look at that! Doesn't even move. <clears throat> Yes, you were saying this was a very big WrestleMania because it was the Austin era will begin. Yeah, Yeah, the end of the HBK time and the rise of Stone Cold and, yeah, change, really. There was a new championship belt the night after, the the big circle championship. That's right. And Mike Tyson. Yeah. Assists Stone Cold, or as he calls him, uh, Cold Stone Austin. For the, um, <laughs> you laugh because it's true. It's true. He never said it right. Yeah, because uh, Cold Stone is the man, and he and he came it. out. Uh, he came out to the best DX version as well. <laughs> yeah, trash. Some trash right there. This Look at this. Everything Taker's throwing, nothing. Like Kane's just taken everything he's thrown at him. Look at that. Just lifts him up. Oh my goodness! Oh my! Look at this! Look at that! And you think too, like the only other guy that I could think of that would have gave Taker a big war would have been what Giant Gonzalez, you know, the WrestleMania matchup at WrestleMania Nine. Yeah, yeah you couldn't even <laughs> say that with a straight face, you idiot! Look out! He's got the ether. He's got the ether. Puts it on him. <laughs> he's got the ether. My God. I love that. And there's there's Mick Foley guy in the front row there too, on the left hand side of the hard cam. He's, uh, with his black shades on. ECW fame. And there's uh there's a couple of fellas up the front there, they're the ECW dudes that um mm. they're a bit of uh online at that time. People knew who they were, they all had their personal names, so I think they had their own Oh my god. Oh, look at that. Superhuman strength. And this was really what almost like seven to eight months journey because what, you know, Paul Bearer had separated from Taker. He told him that Kane was coming. You know, the name was He's mentioned. Undertaker. Actually, could you just do you, Paul? <laughs> what am I saying? He's alive, Undertaker. He's alive. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, I do it. I think we might have it, guys. I think he actually might get it. Go. I'm not. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, wait. No, I got a compliment. Now I'm scared. I'm all embarrassed now. Oh, my God. Look at that. That was amazing from Kane. We'll move on. You actually did well. Well done there. You never, really see Kane, you never really see Kane do that. He actually had him on the straggled on the top, then did the clothesline. Usually the clotheslines when they're in the center of the ring. He, he should have done a 360-180 with, with a twist and super kick and should have slapped his thigh on the way down. Yeah, so yeah, Bear was separated from Taker and then Bad Blood 1997 in October. HBK took on Undertaker in the first ever Hell in the Cell and Kane debuts, rips the door off the hinges and face to face with Taker, Tombstone, Sean gets the win and what uh, uh Sean and Taker win again at the Royal Rumble. Undertaker's putting the guard up. Mm. He was putting up that guard, so it's like you know, <clears throat> going for the headshots. But what's Jack Doan gonna do? You need a you need a stop, okay? We need the littlest referee for the big man match. I'm a little yeah. I'm a little zebra. I'll tell you what to do. Undertaker, Kane, beware. And what was it? What January at the Royal Rumble, he set him on fire in the casket match. The casket's on fire. Look at that. Oh, oh my God. this. Whoa. These guys are dancing around like they're on uh, 205 Live. It's like a modified electric chair drop. Very, I'm not complaining. It looks very cool. And what did Kane do? I think it was like the previous event took on Vader at No Way Out and smashed him with that wrench. Yeah. <laughs> Just smack Vader in the head with a wrench. I remember his matchup, Kane, when he took on, I think it was Mankind at like um, Survivor Series 97, which I think we covered on this show where he launches him from the rope backwards, like slam and fold his head on the concrete. Yep. Oh. I think the big dude in the red singlet, his name was Vladimir. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I could know who the other... I, I can't see Straw Hat guy. Oh, my God. Well, it, are they in Philly, you reckon? <laughs> yes, this was. This, this was in Philly, I think. Mm. All right. Jack Doan turns around, nearly gets crushed by the steel steps while Paul Bearer was trying to distract him. Fantastic. Yeah, did you see the sign under Vladimir? Mm. It says RBD. Yeah, you can see it there, his feet. That's, that's, oh my God. And Mick Foley guy's wearing a WWF Attitude t-shirt. Yeah. But it's cool. like, you know, again, as I said at the start, like, who else did this to Taker during this period? There's no one. No other big dude like that. There was no giant. There was no big show. He wasn't there yet. Oh my God. Paul Bearer with a, a drive-by. Look at those kicks. Look at him stomps. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I love that. Just screaming. Ah, <laughs> uh, Percy That's Pringle, right. eh? So good. So there you go. There's that line that Taker's responsible for the disfigurement of Kane. Where they said he was burnt, and then when he eventually unmasked, they said no, it was emotional scarring that Taker caused. It's he was never I actually on fire. <laughs> actually, the other night, the missus and I, uh, she showed me an article showing that Kane's going into the Hall of Fame, 
And I actually sat down with my missus and actually gave her the whole Kane backstory. But I had to give her a disclosure at the beginning. I said, okay, before I tell you this story, Dwayne, this is all wrestling fantasy and this is like sit, uh, like sitcom or mm. it's like daytime drama, okay? So don't take this for real. She goes, oh, okay, so I'm not allowed to take this for serious. I went, I know you like to take things. You try to look for the logic in things. I went, just leave your brain at the door and let me tell you this story. So I gave her the rundown of the story and how, you know, there's this figment of Kane and the Undertaker and blah, blah, blah. She goes, oh, okay, cool. So he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. And she goes, yeah, are you going to watch that? I went, probably not. <laughs> that's it. I wish there was more for it, but that's it. She just went along with the ride. She did. And, you know, that's why I love her. She's a good one. She is. I don't think my missus has ever really watched wrestling. Like, she knows who people are, like The Rock, Don Cena, but really wouldn't know anything yeah. about yeah, but it. They're, they're movie star boys. They spend most of their movies with a, sh- a ripped shirt, and that's all. Uh, very much I know what your missus is into. What's that? Boys that don't look like you. Oh. <laughs> oh? <laughs> Dolly, wake up. Do you love me? <laughs> <laughs> Do you love me like you love the fucking John Cena? You can call me him if you want. Ew, no. Go back to your show. I will. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I was just editing. I couldn't hear you, so I was just editing. I'm editing the podcast. You know the thing that makes me happy? Oh, man. Oh, you just man. Undertaker with the teardrop tattoo on his face. Paul Bearer holding on to those ropes like no tomorrow. Well, I was trying to work out here, like, what Taker's number was, because there was one mania he didn't compete at, which was 2000. Um, I think, what was it? He became 10 at WrestleMania 18, which I think was 2002. So he would have been about six here, six in a row. Six manias. What, Jake the Snake Roberts, Jimmy Snookerfly, Giant Gonzalez. I think King Kong Bundy was one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it became as a big thing until, like, in the early two thousands, wasn't it? Mm. Early ten, or even like two thousand tens. During that moment, it like the street became like a thing that everyone was chasing, and everyone wanted to beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania. But even Taker himself said in the in the, the Taker with the Last Ride documentary, he didn't know that it was tallying up to a number. Like, he just thought it was a show. It's mania. But they didn't know that, you know, you actually have never lost there. Oh, really? I haven't lost. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Kane just using a, a sleeper hole, trying to put The Undertaker to sleep. But how he, gave him, he gave him a great choke slam earlier too, so. Yeah, it slammed him down. But how can you put a, a dead man to sleep? Give him a cup of tea. No, you shoot him in the head and you remove the brain. <laughs> yeah, give him a cup of tea. Tea, darling. Yes, dear. <laughs> no, tea, darling. <laughs> Bang. As they're having the tea. <sighs> uh, I think you've had enough. Mm. That's enough now. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm a bit dumb. Darling, do you love me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having a history of your, 
your poor miss is trying to sleep and you just like, Al, Al, I have to pause the show. I'm like, yeah, man, go ahead, do what you got to do. Just <laughs> gently rocking her, waking her up. No, hey. no, you're standing over her going, do you love me? It's like, what are you doing? Just... <sighs> Got turning on, turning on every light in the room. No, 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 no lights. Just a reflection of your phone in your hand, and this, you know, of this light over your eyes. And she's like, "What do you want? Do you love me? Oh my god! Oh, love! Look at that!" And that would be used in so many packages. And Undertaker nearly goes face broken. Down goes Hugo and Carlos. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and... Now, is that Tino Santana? It could be. Jesus. I think, that's, I think that's Tino. Oh, a river. I don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, there he is. This is the yeah, it is fight. him. Yeah, with the glasses on. A river. <clears throat> Tito, t- Look at that. Santana. Brutal. Oh, just guides him down. Bang. Yeet. Slam. I always cringe when I think of that move that time where he went to take out Sean at Mania, and there was the camera guy, which I think was Deuce or Domino, one of those guys, and he just was in the wrong spot. Too far off. And Taker just spiked. It was scary as. Very scary. Kane going up. Oh, my God. Big red missile. And now that I think about it, too, like we touched on this on our last show, our Raw episode, that, mm. like, and I think you are right, Kane has been in so many shows. Like, almost every WWF or WWE show we've done, he's been involved somehow. He's one of our faves. Mm. He's one of the big boys. And, again, it's where our fandom started. Where, like you said, you are a big fan of Kane because, again, you were watching you were like, who is this menacing monster? Like Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers. You know, who is this guy? And, um, yeah. But look, I'm loving this. The Undertaker's putting up the guard. Kane is, like, really trying to bust him open. Yeah, it's the body work. It's the head. It's the torso. The left, the right, the left, the right, the uppercuts. It's almost like a boxing fight. Yeah. But look, and Kane not selling a thing. Doing the Ultimate Warrior, uh, the, uh, sorry, the, uh, <coughs> pardon me. Like, now that I think, like, the closest guy that maybe would have got Taker, given him a good fight, like, because of his height, would have probably been Psycho Sid. You know, WrestleMania 13, the year earlier, like, that would have been someone watch that this. could have done watch it. Watch this, watch this. Like, this is it. This is it. Count it. Oh, my God. Oh. Spiked him. He kicked out barely. Mm. <laughs> Look at Kane. Just, Jack Donnelly crapped his pants like he's wearing dark pants. But see how Kane even shows a moment of weakness there, the frustration, and the hands come up like he's like, wait a minute, I can't, this isn't minute. meant to what? be. Like it has that childness to it because he, can't, cause he yes. can't see his face. He's just a big guy, but he kind of cowered then of like, wait a minute, my plan's not working. Just watching the people in the crowd. There's a lot of Austin 316 shirts, but there's a lot, quite a lot up the top of uh, NWO. Mm. 
and a shirt that's still there today. Like, still people are popping those NWO tees on. You see them on the Thunderdome wearing it. So DX or NWO. And oh, is that the first time we've seen Kane actually get taken down now? Yeah, he gets back up. Boots him it's in the like face. two seconds down, back up. It is like watching a a, a horror movie villain. Hmm. Oh, and then what if they actually faced off again this year? They yeah. faced off as uh, November this year against Survivor you, Series, I... Deadly Game Tournament. Damn you, Undertaker. Oh, oh here we go. One. Oh. Cross the chest. I love hearing Paul Bearer screaming. Kane! Look, he's Kane. begging him. He's begging him to stop. I am a real American. That leg drop. Oh, mm. it gets back up. Like it did nothing to him. But it's like Kane sells each move for about two seconds and gets back up. Two. <sighs> brother versus brother. Kane kicked out. Oh. You know what this means, Taker? Canadian Destroyer. <laughs> Just give that a go. No <laughs> one was doing the Canadian Destro- Destroyer at this time, was there? I don't think that was even... No, I don't think so. You would have had, like, modified sunset flips, but nothing that was a spike pole driver, I believe. Could yeah, be wrong. Like maybe in India was doing it, but, yeah. Maybe. Oh, my God, look at that. So it's what Kane with one tombstone, Taker with two tombstones, Taker with a choke slam, Kane with a choke slam. See, two seconds, two seconds, and he's straight two back seconds. up. Straight back up, so good. This is number three. Here we Crunch. go. This is going to take down. Love it. And look, he does a a full body, and he and he kicked out after three. Oh, Bear is pissed. God damn it. If I have to do it, I'll do it myself. Picks up and the take it, drops him with a two. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, whoa. Look out. He's struggling. Those pants are way too tight. <laughs> you just wait for them to split at the back <laughs> during the kick. He's wearing these giant, under, you know, granny panties under there. These are the only uncomfortable underpants I own. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a right. Yeah, he deserved it. He struck Paul Bearer. And you think, too, like, this is a way that even though Kane lost, he doesn't lose momentum here. Like, yeah. it makes you hate him even more. Like, he's lost it, but it's almost like you forgot about that now. Because he's the one standing tall. He's the one standing strong now. Well, was this Kane's first loss? Yeah. Yes, it was. Yep. And look at it. Look at the poor bear just grabbing him by the hair, telling him what to do. Come on, Paul. Come on, Paul. Jack Doan telling. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, 
Like, by now, the ring would be flooded with referees that are all too scared to get in. <laughs> Hell no. Especially with Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer is terrifying. You've done well. Let's go now. Spits at him. Take that, dead man. Well, there it is, guys. Classic matchup, eh? Kane versus Taker. Brother versus brother. Yes. You think of Manny as where Kane or where Taker's been left like that. But he gets back There he goes. Jeez, he looks like he's been a night on the grog. (laughs) Jack Doan, do you want some help? Okay, yep. I'll just... (laughs) I'll go to the back cellar. I really need a drink of water. I got, I got scratched on the eye by Paul, so... Paul, oh, he, he hurt me, so I need to go check, be checked. Well, the, the fans actually touch him. I wonder if they were family. Yeah. I wonder if they were, like... I mean, it's kind of cool because he never really did that much. No. That close with the, the fans look very close, too, on the rampway. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Watch this. Watch this. Oh. The air time. Just... Oh. A river! So I'm just they, t- they all Tito. just slip over, don't they? When we see the Undertaker coming, we all fly. We three tombstones, eh? One choke yeah. slam, three tombstones. Crunch. And he doesn't pin him like he normally would do after it. He just uses the full body. Hmm. It's like the go home one. That's this is the one. Oh, good lord! Whoa! And there we go. All right, guys. So again, guys, before we actually finish up this episode, I want to give a shout out to two great podcasts that we enjoy, and we hope you guys do as well. And here are their promos. you want to know things about video games? How about consumer-oriented reviews, honest opinions, hot takes, and predictions? Well, you're listening to the right ad. Introducing the Lit Gaming Arena Podcast Season 2. We bring you two episodes every week. Terminal News, which focuses on all the latest gaming news you'll ever need. And the LGA Cast, where we talk about all the games we're playing and the gaming industry in general. And we do not hold back any punches. We also have the occasional wacky guest, so don't miss out. Subscribe to us today. You can find us on our website, lga.gg, and on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or whatever podcast app you use. Again, that's the Lit Gaming Arena podcast at lga.gg. This is Brian H. Waters here, one half of the wrestling realm. As we celebrate our 10th anniversary, we invite you to join in the celebration by subscribing to our YouTube channel. That's going to youtube.com slash the wrestling realm, realm spelt with a W. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at wrestling realm. Like the fan page on Facebook at 
the wrestling realm. And last but certainly not least, find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora Podcasts, and Anchor at the Wrestling Realm. This is Brian H. Waters signing off. Back to the Brocast Podcast. All right, guys, we are back, and we're at the end of our special TBK WrestleMania special episode. I hope you guys enjoy WrestleMania week. It really isn't just a weekend. It's an entire week. Uh, You know, the Hall of Fame, NXT, WrestleMania night one, night two, you know, the Raw, the SmackDown, the NXTs. There's lots of shows happening this week. And any final comments, Al, you want to say before we finish up this episode? Uh, Just going to reiterate what you just said there as well, too. I hope everyone... Enjoys WrestleMania weekend. It's a lot of fun. I actually, it's actually quite exciting for us that we're going to be part. If you allow us to be part of your WrestleMania weekend, uh, do so. Uh, make sure to enjoy. Um, be safe. Um, I hope everyone enjoys, and we will see you next time. You can check out our socials at the broadcast T H E B R O K A S T Instagram, Twitter, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Podbean, Castro, and Castbox. As we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Dies, I can always put it on my sandwich. <sighs> no, I don't Extra flavor! It.